This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation. Hi everybody, welcome to the studios of MCTV here in Midland, Michigan in the first level of the Grace A. Dow Memorial Library. My name is Dale Robbins along with my co-host Rich Violette as we bring you episode two of Northwood Replay 2018 as uh, we've done and we'll do all season long with you and that's an invite and uh, be uh, very pleased to have head coach Leonard Haynes of the Northwood Timberwolves in studio with us. It is week two of MCTV's Northwood Replay but it's actually following week one of the GLIAC uh, 2018 season for Coach as uh, we have a game under our belt that uh, took place this last Saturday, September 1st, down in Tiffin, Ohio. We're going to talk about that one. We've got another game coming up this Saturday, our home opener on the campus of Northwood University at Hand Stadium, which you're all invited to. And uh, we're going to cover some of those topics. But also, more importantly, in this program, we get an opportunity to talk about both sides of the, the football from Coach Haynes' standpoint, we're going to take a look at uh, what he's worked on this week following last week's games, what he's preparing for. Even though he's 0-0, they suffered a loss down in Tiffin, a 13-point loss, and what ended up being a good ball game in the second half. Uh, we talked a week ago, Coach, about some of the youth and some of the spots you were looking to take some key starters from 2017, fill some slots with some youth. I think the first 30 minutes of play, some of that probably made its way to your sideline, but adjustments in the second half and those kids getting those butterflies out and all of a sudden the, the unity of both sides of the football showed clear in the last 30 minutes of play in Tiffin. Well, yeah, I didn't know if it was a question, but it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> so let, let's do this. Do this for me, because that was a long question. Yeah. If it was one, there should be a point. Question, shouldn't there? Yeah. Let me ask you. Uh, you're down. You're down early. They score on their first two possessions. Uh, they do a little bit of trickery on the two-point conversion. They set up for an extra point, and they run it in untouched into the end zone. All of a sudden. Uh, we're seven minutes into the game and you're 15 down on the road and you guys haven't seen much from the ball yet. At what point do you, as, a, as the head coach of that team, you realize you got to reel this in pretty quickly. Where'd you find yourself there in the first quarter down to? Well, when, when Tiffin came out and they drove the ball basically down the field and scored, then the two-point conversion you mentioned of, you know, kind of caught, caught us off guard. Right. Obviously, they did their homework and found a, a glitch or so in our uh, block unit. But, you know, at that point I said, all right, you know, we got to get some stuff cleaned up. And as a half went on, that first quarter went on, 
<laughs> we we're looking and we're down 15-0, and I said, well, we got to really get some stuff cleaned up. And, and and I didn't know if it was nerves. I didn't know if it was our guys, you know, some of the first-time guys out there playing or what it was, but I knew it wasn't Northwood football. Right. And so, um, you know, as it went on and happened, I believe we scored. Um, obviously, we, we got six points on the board, and they blocked the field goal or the extra point. And, and so still at that time, we just wasn't ourselves, and I really wasn't satisfied with that. And, again, we, we looked like a little league football team, and, and I'll just be honest with that. And, and so we had to roll these guys back in and get them going. Coach, I, <clears throat> I seen the adjustments after that first quarter, excuse me, like you were talking about, because you took away Tyler Denton. Tyler Denton was their wide receiver, and he made a couple of big plays in that first quarter. You made some adjustments with your young corners. Yeah. And uh, – I thought that was a pretty much key to the game. You slowed them down, gave us gave our offense time to get back into the game. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I thought that was a huge adjustment towards the end of the first quarter. Yeah, I, our coaches they do a great job, you know, in trying to identify issues and obviously getting it cleaned up and, and making some adjustments. And and that's what we do as coaches. You know, we, we have to be able to adjust our scheme or just just the game plan if if that's the case. And, um, yeah, they had a few good wide receivers out there. You know, the Charles Holland kid, right. uh, he's another one. You know, so we, we you know, we had our hands full, and, and our guys understood that. So, But it just take our guys, hey, we, you know, stepping up to the challenge and, and winning those one-on-one battles. That's what it really comes down to. Then they went to the other side. They went to Victor Talley a couple of times, yeah. another excellent wide receiver, 6'4". Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were there in coverage. Sometimes you're – they're just better than Sometimes, you. Can yeah. come down with a ball because of height or exactly. dimensions or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought we did some very good job of adjustments. Yeah, and again, our guys stepped up to the challenge. You know, at the end of the day, and that's what you want to see—the fight. You know, we talk about keep fighting around here, and so our guys kept fighting. So at the end of the day, as a coach, I I, I can come out of it, you know, on a positive end, saying at least we fought, you know, all the way to the end. And so that's what it comes down to: the one-on-one matchups. Are you going <laughs> to compete? And are you going to keep fighting? I was going to bring up Watson, the guys that were hitting these wide receivers that had big games. He ends up with about 320 yards in the air, 24-29. Uh, he was a solid, and he was good against us last year uh, when we suffered a, a 13-point loss down there two mm-hmm. years in a row. Uh, they have a good they have a good athletic club, and now they are no longer in the GLIAC, but they are in the GMAC. So that transition, I don't know that they did a whole bunch different by switching leagues in 2017. But uh, uh, it was a good matchup last year, and it, it seemed like it, it almost had the same pacing. Yeah. We talked a little bit about Coach and, uh, you know, 7-4 uh, and four in 2017 for the Wood. Uh, with probably a half a dozen plays combined, that's a 9-2 and two season on paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big play and uh, hurting yourself ended up to kind of haunt us in the second and third quarters. We're down by 20. Right. You know, we're down by 20 at one point, and with time on the clock in the fourth, it's a single score game. We're we're down six. So right. those adjustments that you give credit to your coaching staff is true. But this week after week, these are the kinds of games that you guys play in, regardless of who's on the other side of the ball. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Tiffin's a great football team. You know, very athletic, very long. You know, we knew that going into right. it. A lot of the guys last year, they were back. Quarterbacks much improved. So he, I don't think he missed too many throws at all. No, if five it, throws. If it, yeah, five day. throws. And so, you know, we knew going into it, hey, these guys, hey, we got to come ready to play. It doesn't matter. Each and every week you have to come ready to play. And, you know, you just can't beat yourself against good football team. Any team, you just can't beat yourself. When you say, I'm just going to add, when you say we come to play, 
We're going to take a quick snapshot of some of your guys. These, by the way, are nice pictures. You take these yeah. on your phone? No, not at all. All right, let's, all. let's take a look at uh, what you have when you say we come yes, to play. Some, some of our key players, you know, Demetri Abro, defensive back for us out of Macomb, Dakota. He's a captain for us now, been uh, voted as captain, and so very proud of what he's been able to pull off here. Chad Samuels, the uh, young man that very, very proud of, has is, is battled and earned a free safety spot starting for us. He's been a very uh, key player uh, for us. He's one of our leaders on the football team as well and the captain. And uh, Neil Fleming, good to have him back on the defensive line out of Gross Point. Uh, great to have some beef up front with him back in the fold. He, he missed all the last year uh, because of an injury. Obviously, Joe Garbarino, a quarterback who's grown by leaps and uh, bounds uh, over the past couple years. Now he's taking control of the offense, and, and he's also a captain for us as well. And Zach Gustafson, back for his senior year defensive end. We're looking for him to have a breakout year uh, for us, and uh, he's right there on the verge of doing that. And Abdul Levy, he was back. It's great to have him back in the yes. backfield. Uh, uh, you know, after a, a big-time injury last year, he's back, and he's back battling with that A-back spot. Uh, Travis Wilcher, who's really stepped up uh, in the leadership role as well for our linebacker spot. This is his second year starting, and I'm looking for him to keep improving and, um, and doing great things. Well, and that list goes on, and we'll meet him each week. We're going to find out some more on who you consider to be your key people on both sides of that football because yeah. that is, and your special teams, that's very youthful as well. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah. You know, with McCormick gone and the steadiness of that, yeah. uh, Riser with an extra point miss mm -hmm. uh, early on uh, in, in the game. Uh, and you had a, a youngster climb out on the field doing your punting this last week. I had to find him on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Parker Blessed. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like, wow, where's he at? Yeah. And he actually had had a great boot. I thought he helped you in the punting game, uh, even though it was his uh, really first look at that. Yeah, his first look. Parker's going to be, he's going to be a good punter for us. Let's know. go to Tiffin, Ohio. We pick <laughs> it up. Uh, Tiffin's up 15 nothing after their first two drives, coach. Yeah, and here's our, our drive now, at least to get us going and hopefully get us on the board. And we come out, and here's a great pass and catch. Uh, from Joe to uh, to Landless, man, that that was huge. The big time catch from Gary it really helped spark us somewhat. And uh, here's a big run by Burgett, man, right up the middle, right up the gut uh, for a touchdown to get us on the board finally. And so, and as you said, our extra point got blocked, which is a little disappointing. But but here we go again. We're driving. Joe's kind of finding his rhythm. He's, he's running. Big game there for us. First he's, down. Yep, first down get us out of that coming out situation and here you get a, a nice pass and catch uh, to Al Spacuzzi who's really coming on now uh, as a receiver for us. He's a really, really uh, hard-working young man. Here we go. We got Joe again to Al Spacuzzi. This is a critical fourth down for us here. Big catch. And we decided to go for it because we needed to get some type of thing shift in, in our the way. Red. And Grant here we Dunnichek. go. Running Grant Dunnichek's in now. Pitch to Jalen Lewis for the score gets us on the board again. So we, we got some things going momentum-wise, and here's a big catch by Gary. Uh, big play Gary now. 114 <laughs> yards on the day. Yes, Gary really, really uh, exploded that night. And here's Christian Martinez, young man I've kind of talked about, guys, who's a quarterback, and we split him out to wide receiver, and we think he's going to be excellent. Just a sophomore. Just a sophomore. And uh, here we go with Grant, quarterback keeper. Quarterback power and for the score. So now we got the score down. You know, momentum's on our side. And then, um, so again, 
you know, we just got to be able to step up in those key situations right. and make stops defensively. But we don't quit. So here we go with Al Spacuzzi. Nice kick return, nice. which is great. Again, that's another spark, but again, we got to be able to finish. Coach, I'm said you glad to, glad you said that. We don't yeah. quit. And, right. I, and I know you. that's a bright spot. Yeah. Uh, we were right there. We were within six. Yes. Team never gave up. That's a testament to the leaders of this team, the, some of the young players you showed earlier. Yeah. Uh, I never felt like we were out of the game. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's good. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> build off of that for sure. Take a look at uh, some of the GLIAC action, all non-conference play from uh, week one, Coach. Obviously, we know the score, Tiffin and Northwood. Uh, Wayne State, uh, and all these, I believe, are not conference games. Wayne State beat Wash, Saginaw Valley, uh, take out Audrey Broadus. Uh, big game there, Indiana uh, IP, uh, IEP versus Ashland. I actually watched that game on the internet. Uh, that was a very good game. And so, uh, uh, but you see Indiana poured that out. Grand Valley was supposed to be a big, big game uh, on ESPN3. Grudge Grand match, Valley. right, Grudge from a year ago. From a year ago, Indianapolis right. beat Grand Valley. And so, I uh, see Grand Valley. Uh, beat them this year. Fair State beat East Strasburg. Uh, Michigan Tech over Truman. I had a chance to catch a half of that game and McKendry uh, outlast Northern Michigan. So that's a look at week one. We uh, are going to venture into week two, but knowing that Coach uh, doesn't get too far ahead of himself, I learned yesterday that uh, this club doesn't look to uh, uh, an 11-game schedule. Actually, they're working on tomorrow's walkthrough and practices. Uh, their first play of, uh, of their Friday walkthroughs for Saturday is what they're concentrating after today's practices. So they are literally one play at a time. So we won't get too far in front, but we are going to take a look at Missouri S&T. Coach had uh, given us a look at uh, a couple of, uh, a few of his players, actually. And uh, he had cited one of them as uh, one of the team's leaders. We're going to take you to the defensive side of the ball. We're going to put you right at the free safety right after this quick uh, public service announcement on MCTV. We are excited and, uh, and ready to have conversation with Chad, Chad Samuels, uh, senior for the Northwood Timberwolves, one of the leaders on the D side of the ball. We'll do that on Northwood Replay right after these important words. With an amazing studio, fantastic equipment, and a stellar production trailer, there's no better time to become an MCTV producer or volunteer. You can even make your own television show. Check out some of our upcoming training dates and call our station to get started today. For more information on training or anything else related to MCTV or MGTV, make sure you check out the city's website and don't forget to like MCTV on Facebook. Welcome back, everybody. Dale Robbins, Rich Violet, and the defensive side of the football for the Timberwolves, Chad Samuels, senior from Reen City, Michigan. We are excited to have you back for MCTV's Northwood Replay here in uh, week two. Uh, Chad, we're going to take a look uh, quickly at uh, what results came out of week one in your first non-conference game down in Tiffin. Uh, you ended up with four tackles, three assists. Uh, you had a, a tackle uh, total for seven. But I think what we're finding uh, early on in the season is you, being one of the senior leaders as a free safety, um, you end up, uh, you are mentoring a lot of young bodies and young minds uh, that are around you this year that last year you didn't necessarily, you had youth last year as well, 
But uh, this year, you've got some youth surrounding you, looking to you for some leadership about what's going on on the D. How how's that uh, how's that torch you're carrying going in 2018? You know, I enjoy it. Um, I would rather have the torch in my hand. I uh, try to communicate well with the younger guys. Try to slow the game down for them a little bit. You yep. know, it's definitely different than practice. Going against our scout team, once you go out there and the bolts start flying, you need to settle them down a little bit, give them confidence, and let them know what they're doing on every play. So just communication is a very big key. A key. Cool. Yep. Chad, I'm sure they look up to you. Um, <clears throat> that free safety position on a football team, it's one of my favorite. <laughs> because you correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, you're probably shadowing the quarterback. Yep. And wherever that ball goes, you go, correct? Yep. That's yep. pretty free. much your job. <laughs> so you're free. Yeah. So <laughs> I love it. What's the biggest thing you've had to learn from high school to collegiate ball? The biggest thing is probably the biggest adjustment I had to do is probably the speed of the game. I came from a smaller high school, Division Five football. So just the speed of the game and, um, you know, I had to put on 20 pounds of weight. So that was definitely a big thing, too. And just learn the schemes and how to prepare every week for each game. Uh, you got to dive into the film. You got to be prepared every week. You got to get your body right. You got to go to the training room and things along those lines. So that's probably some of the biggest things that have been a change from the high school level. I'm sure you didn't see too many spread offenses up there at Reed City, right? <laughs> no. So, so that preparation was probably probably a big part of your your study. Yeah, it definitely was. We we did not see very many teams that threw the ball up there. So. Especially you, towards the end of the year. You see Coach Monty give him a shout out for me. Well, yeah, we uh, we got some history going back to the Bull Creek days. So. <laughs> I will for sure. Quick question for you, and you've referenced you study films and you you, you work as your independent uh, independent teams within the team at large. Uh, I also have to remind myself after uh, getting a chance to talk with you guys that oh yeah, you're a student too. And uh, academics is obviously the reason uh, you're at Northwood. Uh, playing football is a great sidebar, and we're going to talk about it a little bit today. What uh, what are you doing at the Wood? What uh, what's your focus? You're a senior. What what's your target? Uh, I don't know. Nine months from now, when you walk the walk, what uh, what's in your sights, bud? Um, well, I'll actually be graduating this December. So oh. this is actually my last fall, last semester at Northwood. I'm only taking two classes, so that's really nice. Um, I'm an accounting major. And then after that, I'm probably hoping to move to the Grand Rapids area, probably stay on the west side of the state. Um, okay. Business is booming, as they would say, right. over towards there a little bit. So my cousin's an accountant over there. So I'm hoping to land a job over there somewhere. I'm not exactly sure yet, but need to do some job shirts and after this. Do you think the woods prepared you to do that? Uh, I, I know that uh, you guys have typically smaller classroom sizes and, and a lot of individual guys from the business world coming in teaching accounting as it's being used in the real world rather than the textbook. How how has that combination worked for you? Yeah, it's worked. Uh, it's definitely been a blessing, that's for sure. Uh, the small classes sizes, like you said, are great. Um, we, uh, we learn a lot through football, not only football, but in the classroom as well. You get very disciplined with football. You become a man, as I would say, that's for sure. So it's prepared me very well. That's cool. Chad, coming into this week's game, is there anything uh, special we need to look for, anything that you're preparing for? Um, I know a year ago they led the nation in rushing. Uh, is there anything we should be looking for, especially as broadcast <laughs> guys, that, hey, they're lined up in this formation, you know, uh, we need to shut this down, anything? Uh, well, like you said, they got a really good running back. He was an All-American last year. Uh, they bring back their senior quarterback this year. He's a big guy, 6'5", 260, so he can chuck the ball down the field for sure. 
Uh, we got to stay in coverage. He likes to scramble around a little bit. He can throw guys off him. So it's important for us to stay in coverage even 70, 75 yards down the field. Right. So um, be looking for him. I think they're going to try to air it out against us. So I think we're well prepared for that. So we'll see how it goes, though. Six five two sixty. <laughs> Big yeah, guy. He's, and he's your guy. <laughs> yeah. You guys did a pretty good job keeping him in check down there last yeah. year. I, I thought because he showed that potential, and you guys kept good heat on him. And more importantly, about this Saturday, there's not a sixteen-hour bus ride to Rolla, <laughs> Missouri. Had it. You get your own rack tonight. You're gonna wake up in your own rack Saturday morning. So you get him at home. Uh, excited to play on the carpet. You're one of the first ones to get out there and wall around the new carpet. You ready for that? Oh yeah, I'm very excited. I it bet. looks it looks beautiful. We're definitely blessed to be able to have the new turf field at Hans Stadium. You so. bet. Well, listen, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your uh, your busy Thursday. And I know Coach has got to get you to practice here in the next few minutes. But uh, Chad Samuels, uh, senior free safety for the Northwood Timberwolves. Uh, there, we told you we were going to get his helmet off and his shoulder pads back in his locker. You've got underneath in the inside scene of Timberwolf 2018. We'll be back to uh, take a look at Missouri S&T through the eyes of the head coach and Leonard Haynes right after these words. With an amazing studio, fantastic equipment, and a stellar production trailer, there's no better time to become an MCTV producer or volunteer. You can even make your own television show. Check out some of our upcoming training dates and call our station to get started today. For more information on training or anything else related to MCTV or MGTV, make sure you check out the city's website and don't forget to like MCTV on Facebook. Hi everybody, welcome back. Our third and final segment of the second week of Northwood Replay 2018. Welcoming back to the studio, uh, Coach Leonard Haynes of the Timberwolves. And uh, you never disappoint, Coach. Uh, the players you bring in, uh, quality young men, and, and Chad Samuel certainly speaks to not only the program, but the kind of character that you're bringing on your sideline for the Timberwolves. Yeah, it's about character. Character wins in the long run, and Chad exemplifies that man. And um, we're very, very blessed to have him on our football team. And uh, he, he's first class in every every sense of the word. Yep, yep, yeah. certainly comes across that way, doesn't yeah. he? Uh, quick question, Missouri S&T. We yep. are minus a bus ride there and a bus bus ride back in 2018. That's right. That's right. Uh, you beat them on the road a year ago at their own place. Mm -hmm. uh, they're coming from Rolla, Missouri to Midland, Michigan for opening weekend at the Wood. And I'll tell you what, the campus is just ecstatic. The kids are on fire. Not only are they back in classes now going mm -hmm. on two weeks, but it is fall sports season, and the Northwood Timberwolves football team is one of the catalysts of that energy. Talk about that and what we need to do in Missouri well, with the hometown crowd. Well, first first home game, obviously, you know, and the campus is buzzing. They want to see the football team. You know, we're back at home playing on the turf. Everybody's talking about the turf. And so, yeah, it's very, very exciting right now around Northwood. And so, you know, obviously our job is to go out there and put a good product on the field. Right. And we put a show on for our, for our fans and, uh, and friends and family. So, you know, we're very excited to get this going. Coach, I'm sure you don't got to get them excited for this game. No. I mean, they're up. They're yeah. pumped. If anything, yeah. you got to make sure they're calm yeah. and just execute. I'm yeah, sure. that's a great point, Coach. You know you know how it is. Yeah, we got to try to calm them down. You know, our, our theme this week has just been focus. So we're just trying to get these guys to zero in what they need to do and, and the things they need to take care of. So on Saturday, our job is to go out there, just stay focused and, and, and play 
and, and do your job basically just do your job and things will fall in place and if we come out with energy and play with energy and passion we'll, we'll do just that Missouri S&T coming off an opening week win at their home last week against Eastern New Mexico. Uh, they've got a youngster, uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler Swart. He had almost 300 yards in the air. they got a running back that owns a school record. He's got 10 100-yard-plus games. He ended up with uh, about 115, I think, last week in their opener. Uh, they shut down defensively. They shut down a team that was averaging about 400 yards in, in Eastern New Mexico State a year ago. They held them to under 100 yards total off offense last week. What do you see as your matchup with uh, with uh, the uh, the Miners in, in 2018? What's that bring to you? Well, they, they, they return just about everybody on offense right. except for a few offensive linemen or a couple offensive linemen and defensively they return some guys uh, that they had as well last year. So they, they're a pretty seasoned team. You know, they got better after we played them a year ago and they weren't, they weren't bad last year. Right. And so, but this year they're a little bit more seasoned. The quarterback is slinging it everywhere. Like Chad says, 6'5", 260. And those receivers, they all on the same page. They, they kind of run what I call a scramble drill and they throw the ball up and those receivers run under it. So, and uh, the defense is much improved as well from last year. You know, they shut down, like you said, that Mexico team who was averaging 400 yards on the ground. Right. Uh, and so again, they're much improved. We got it. We'll have our hands full. But if we do our jobs, if we take care of Northwood business, as I like to say, no pun intended, but uh, we'll be just fine. But we got to come out, be focused, football team, and do what we do, and we have to do it well. And looking at their stats from a week ago, they look pretty balanced, mm -hmm. <clears throat> offense to defense, right. mm -hmm. number of plays, yardage on both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. um, I know we're, our strengths are in our linebacking core. Our D line. Yes. Uh, so hopefully we can take that run game away, right. and then maybe uh, you know we'll get another year or another game of experience in that secondary and mm -hmm. with the senior leadership like Chad has yes. and some of the other guys. I think we can fare well with them. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> and it's a good matchup. It's a good matchup, and it's to be a good game for us. And and so that, like I said, S and T is a good football team. They're a good football team, and, and they do a good job over there. The coach does a great job with his team, and. Um, Again, we just have to do and execute our game plan right. and play with a lot of energy and passion. Northwood being Northwood. Yep. That's that's your secret that's, to success. That's right. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, Coach, uh, week two seems to involve everybody uh, this coming Saturday. Let's take a look at uh, the upcoming weekend schedule around yeah. uh, GLIAC. All non-conferences. All non-conferences again. And you got Davenport going to Wisconsin. Oshkosh, that's a D3 school who actually won a championship out there, uh, national championship years ago. Uh, Michigan Tech, it's at Hillsdale, Northern Michigan. Uh, looks like that's, uh, I don't know if that's Tennessee or Texas, <laughs> but we're, we're, Missouri's coming to us. Saginaw Valley plays Walsh, Wayne State uh, versus Indianapolis. That's, that should be a good game. Fair State versus Finley, two nationally ranked teams. Uh, going up against each other, Ashland and Ohio Dominican. That's a, a rivalry down there, which should be a great game. And Grand Valley goes down to the Delta uh, in Mississippi and, and take on Delta State. Okay. Wow. Uh, quick question for you. Uh, some growth opportunities from last week. Uh, so you saw some things, especially in your youth, as we talked about in the first half, adjustments made second half. Uh, you don't have to change a whole bunch to be who you guys have been practicing to be now for going on eight weeks. I mean, you got everybody else in camp and conditioned. Uh, did uh, uh, 
for your success in Northwood doing their own business come Saturday, uh, anything we ought to see uh, specifically? Uh, have you got a new twist? Have you worked on something specifically based on some of last week's uh, experience? You know, not really. Just okay. our energy level and our focus is one yep. thing we've talked about. We, we, we have to be more focused. We want to play 60 minutes of football. And, I mean, coming out from the beginning to the end. Right. Playing with energy and passion. And if our guys stay focused and, and do their jobs, we'll It'll be happen. just fine. It happened. You know, we cannot ease in the games. I always talk to our players here. It's not about ease. You cannot ease into any football game and think all of a sudden you can turn it on. That's just not the way it is. You have to come out ready to go from the kickoff or kick return and take it from there. Like a sprinter in the blocks. Exactly. And, and exactly. And also, I mean, there are always going to be some lows in a football game. It's just how you overcome them. You know, do you do you uh, forget about it and move on? Or do you hang your head? Or you look at the scoreboard and say, hey, we can't get this done? No, you, you have to keep playing. And as if there is no scoreboard, and let the score take care of itself. Right. I'm, our guys understand we're just going to go out there and we're going to play hard. We're going to play 60 minutes of football. That was my final. You get one. <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking forward to it, Coach. Uh, I know you mentioned a lot of bright spots, uh, and I've seen a lot of bright spots on our team, both right. offensively and defensively. Yeah. So I'm with you. Uh, Northwood plays Northwood football. I'm looking forward to this week's kick. Yeah, yeah, we are too. Speaking of this week's kick, by golly, there it is for you. It's uh, it's Thursday today, but we'll, uh, we don't know when you're seeing this on MCTV. It could be three or four times it shows before. September 8th, that's a 1 o'clock kick. It is Taste of Football, free food for everybody that shows up by about 12 area uh, businesses uh, in Midland, Michigan. Also, uh, the uh, um, Legacy Center in Midland, proceeds from this weekend's gate is going on. This is the fifth year we've done uh, the, the Legacy of Midland County and uh, contributing back to the community. Our brand new tailgate area. That tailgate starts at 10 a.m. What used to be the South Villages is now the hot spot to get game ready. Mm. Starts at 10 o'clock, does the tailgate, Taste of Michigan or Taste of Football starts about noon. That goes right up to game time, one o'clock kick. You can hear Rich and I on 1490 WMPX as well as uh, GoNorthwood.com. Uh, we'll get you some uh, some presto and, and, and live stats and live radio for you. Coach, as always, uh, we're excited for today, but now we become even more excited for Saturday sure. to see this all uh, take the shape that uh, we know it's going to take shape. So for my partner, uh, Rich Violet. My name's Dale Robbins, and always head coach Leonard Haynes from Northwood University. We look forward to uh, seeing you, well, you'll see us in episode three. We're doing that a week from today. We'll be back on TV. Good luck. Go Northwood. Go Mad. See you next time.
This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation.